What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Self Helpless. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Delaney Fisher. And today we're going to help you tackle your self-doubt. Oh, oh, that's a big promise. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as I said that, I was like, well, that's not a guarantee, but we're going to try. I'm feeling a little bit doubtful that we can do that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, again, Uh, why why we are called self-helpless because (laughs) we are we're doing our best. We're we're really going to try. Yes. Um, <laughs> this episode is coming to you on November 1st. How the fuck is it? November. That is wow. truly insane. Um, Ooh. you guys know I'm out on the hustler tour. I'm going to be at Dr. Grins in Grand Rapids this weekend, Thursday through Saturday. I'm going to be in Naples, Florida, November 16th and 17th. And then Sacramento at punchline, uh, November 26th through the 28th. That's right after Thanksgiving and a whole bunch of other tour dates. We're already getting next year. Um, all booked up. It's so fun. So that's awesome. Yeah. Go to KelseyCook.com. Get your tickets. Uh, Get your tickets, people. Get them. Get them before they're sold out and you can't. And it's just going to be the best decision to go Mm -hmm. out and laugh and meet Kelsey if you're able to, if you're lucky enough to meet her. Um, Oh, thanks. And let's see. You know, out of the podcast, it's still happening. We're in season three, really excited. And it's really fun to watch the aficionado community grow. And I mean, I'm like interacting with entrepreneurs from all over the world doing mm-hmm. really unique things. And I just fucking love it. It's a really, it's a good group of people over there. If you want to head over um, and you can join um, the aficionado list at delaneyfisher.com. So you can receive, there's a little guide that goes with mm-hmm. each episode of the podcast, exercises, prompts, things to help you get organized for your business. And yeah, just 
check it out. That's what's happening over here. Good vibe tribe over yes. there. Yes, yes, um, indeed. And also, please go to ttomcomedy.com to get tickets for Taylor's theater tour. She is out yes. there absolutely killing it, selling out theaters. That's a ton of tickets, man. That's incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Adding like shows, right? Adding shows when Adding she sells out. Amazing. What a beast. So yes. go go uh, support our girl. Get those tickets. You guys have so many great events to go to. I Look know. at that. <laughs> it's lots of fun. Um, so let's get into um, some quotables. I, oh, I yes. heard beforehand that you have a bit of a quotable buffet today. I feel like we should do a quotable buffet for self-doubt because Lay I, it think, on me. I think a good quote can really snap you out of self-doubt if you find the right one that works for you. I so agree. I'm just going to rattle some off. To be honest, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to try to pronounce some of these names correctly. And a lot of these are attributed to more than one person. So again, we're just doing our best. All right. <laughs> this one, <laughs> this one, once you embrace your value, talents, and strengths, it neutralizes when others think less of you. Rob Liano. Don't know. Don't know who that is. I don't know. Kelsey, if you know. Um, and that's great. Like having enough confidence in yourself that I think we actually have talked about this, Kels, where it's like, if somebody's like, if somebody criticizes me in some way and they're like, wow, Delaney, you're just so short. You're just like the shortest person I've ever met. You're like, what are you, 5'2"? I'm like, that's actually not true. I'm 5'8 and a half, right? It's like, it's like mm-hmm. if you are so confident in yourself, even when somebody says something that maybe you've thought of yourself before, or maybe you've worked hard to move past it, you still react as like, <laughs> that's hilarious. Not true. Yeah, that is the challenge is being able to apply the way you can refute hard facts like your height Yeah, with something that is an opinion of yourself. Exactly. That you might not not be able to pull out um, a tape measure and go, okay, this is exactly how talented I am, right? right? And measure it that way. But you have to know. You have to know that you're the fucking six four of talent. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you gotta know in your heart what your value is with that shit. Exactly, exactly. Um, and no hate, no hate to short people. God knows I'm five oh, yeah. four. Hey, listen, this is yeah, this is just talent at any height, baby. Okay, I'm just <laughs> saying. I'm just but, saying. You know, we've all heard those those external opinions that kind of hit you in a different way. Cause you're like, shit, I feel like I've thought about that of myself at some point. And is that true? And then you start doubting yourself. And so that's, that is the, the struggle of finding that, like Kel said, is like, how can you react that way? Even when. Yeah. You know? got to make a hard facts about yourself. What you, yeah. what you, you decide believe, who you are. You decide. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. This one. Doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. Susie Kasim? That's This has been attributed to many people. That's a good one. It's such a good one because self-doubt prevents you from trying a lot of time. Yeah. It prevents you from actually taking steps and doing it. Yeah. And if you put yourself out there and fail, at least you can learn from that and then yes. apply that knowledge to trying again. But if you don't even put yourself out there, you, you're not giving yourself a chance to go forward. Exactly. You can fail your way to success. You cannot stay in an inaction and mm-hmm. reach success. Not possible. Yes. Not possible. Um, it's not who you are that holds you back. It's who you think you are not. <sighs> that, yeah, this is probably one of my favorites. And I'm, I'm probably butchering this person's name. Hannick McCarty? 
Hanok McCarty. I'm not okay. really sure, but that's such an excellent one. Because again, it's not it, it is it's not the person that you are right now. It's it's you getting in your head of what you think that you can't do. Right. God, that's a good one. Oh, I love shit. that one. So what a, what a quotable buffet today. Um, Thank you. This next one. Yes. Sometimes the hardest part of the journey is believing you are worth the trip. From oh, I like Beck. that. That's a very Target wall decor. Oh, yes. A throw pillow, perhaps. Oh, Cross-stitched yes. on there. I like that. Yeah, that's um. This is a good one to keep in mind if you're like a business owner too. If you're a business or an entrepreneur and you're like investing in yourself quite a bit, you yeah. really have to believe that you're you're worth that investment each time, <sighs> and that can be really challenging. Like, you know what? No, my dreams are worth me taking a chance on myself, and I trust myself that I'm going to follow through and make it happen. So true. Oh, Financial investments in yourself, yes. that's a big one because that is one. that sort of concrete taking something that you can actually quantify as a value and go, am I worth, let's say $500 to invest in this workshop or whatever that might further my career? That yep. can hold people back for sure. Oh, dude. And you know what's so interesting? It's like, I never think twice. I'm like, oh, we got to we gotta fly somewhere to this person's wedding. Got to get him a gift. Got to get the plane tickets, hotel. It's like, I don't think twice about investing with uh, for other people. But when it comes to investing for me, it's always this fucking battle. And I'm like, hello, I just spent X <laughs> amount of money on some fucking, uh, you know, a wooden bowl for a gift for somebody. And I can't, I can't get this thing that I know is going to propel me forward and going to be worth every penny and it's going to make me feel good. What is the problem? Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Why do we do that to ourselves? I know. My, one of my best friends is having, um, another baby and she's having her baby shower tomorrow. And it's like, yeah, I am thrilled to drop money and get her a fucking diaper genie or whatever the shit. But yeah, if it's like, oh, there's this, I just saw this ad for, um, it's called Spa for the Soul. And I really want to do it because I think it would make for a great podcast episode where it's like you go and there's a a Reiki woman, there's a psychic, there's um, a massage person. Anyway, it's like a buffet of good stuff for your soul and all of that. But it's like $375. And that gave me a lot of pause where I'm like, is that worth it? And it's like, it bitch, is. just go do it. You're, yeah. Like, you should. It's it's a good experience. The woman who um, told me about it said she loved it. It would absolutely be worth it, but I really was, like, not sure. But I got to I gotta do it. I wish that yeah. you could come do it with me because that would be so I fun. think it would just make for a great – Great podcast episode. We oh, would learn a lot. That. Well, I can just do that in a different way over here. Oh, yeah. I can just do, hey, just give me the list of things that you're doing that day and I'll oh, make yeah. appointments. You go, I'll yeah. make the same appointments. Okay. Cool. Um, that would be great. But yeah, it's like, you know, we talk about um, this with therapy. It's like, you're not going to leave therapy feeling worse. Bingo. I mean, yes, it's it can be challenging bringing things up, but- yeah really like you're you're not going to leave that event and feel like uh you're going to probably feel like holy shit worth every penny because worth it's all the stuff penny. that yeah. you when you saw it when you heard about it initially you're like oh I want that yes so yeah, yeah. all right sharing such great uh quotables that was amazing yeah i had to throw this one in for, for you kels your oh. self-worth is determined by you you don't have to depend on someone telling you who you are <laughs> 
Beyonce. I had to throw that in there for my girl, Kelsey. <laughs> I almost wore my Beyonce sweatshirt today. That would have been perfect. <laughs> and then just a couple more, a few more to wrap it up. Rapid fire. Here we go. With realization of one's own potential and self-confidence in one's ability, one can build a better world. The Dalai Lama. I mean, yes. That's the thing. The guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah. You can use, you can use your talents for good. If you just get over yourself, you get over the self-doubt. I love this one by Louise Hay. Remember you have been criticizing yourself for years and it hasn't worked. Try approving of yourself and see what happens. Oh, okay. (laughs) Calling me out. Be our (laughs) co-host. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then don't let the noise of others' opinions drown out your inner voice, Steve Jobs. So just a little quotable buffet, everybody, you know? I love that. Just some good stuff there. Might I add to it? This is more of a self-worth thing, but self-worth and self-doubt are uh, really yes. attached to the hip. I think they they do a lot of things together. Um, yep. I talk about this on stage where uh, I say that a friend told me this great quote that said... Um, once you know your worth, you'll stop giving people discounts. Oh, yeah. I love that one. We've done that. We've talked about this one before on the show, but love that God, one. doesn't that hit home? Absolutely. Love that Absolutely. one. Absolutely. All so, right. Shall we dive in? Let's dive in. Yeah. Right. Um, so uh, you guys know that we will obviously be sharing our personal experiences with self-doubt, but we'll also talk about signs and ways to treat self-doubt, what behaviors are associated with it. And uh, we can just give you a very general overview definition right now. Self-doubt is a feeling of uncertainty regarding one or more aspects of the self, such as confidence or likability. And of course, that can bleed into your career, your relationships, your friendships, everything. So uh, yeah. Do you want to talk about Mm. some of the negative behaviors um, from Psychology Compass, Stell? Yes. So first one is self-handicapping, the most common of them all. This is when people intentionally put themselves in situations where they're likely to fail. This provides the opportunity to cover up a failure, which makes it easier to handle down the road. Mm. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So your basic, what is that, like a self-fulfilling prophecy? Yeah. In a way where it's like, hey, I know I really don't think I can do it, so I'm going to make sure I don't because then I'm proving myself right. Right. It's kind of, uh, I look at that as self-sabotage. Totally. Where like, yeah, I think I see this a lot with comics and I include myself in this. I sometimes do this where I will see some comics go on stage and clearly not have prepared for that show. Yes. You know what I mean? They didn't take the time earlier in the day to decide what their set list was or maybe go over their act, whatever it is. And then you can tell that afterward they're kind of like maybe making excuses or beating themselves up for it, not having gone as well. Yep. And you have to kind of wonder like, did you, did a part of you do that intentionally because it's Mm -hmm. a self-fulfilling prophecy? I don't know. We're weird like that, right? Well, I can tell, I can say for myself that, um, These last few years with my business, this is the first time in my life that I've ever been all in on something. Everything else I've ever done. uh, Yeah. Everything else I've ever done in my past, any career path, creative project, anything. I was always one foot 
one foot in, one foot out. I was always kind of half-assing it. I was not fully in it. And I got to tell you, it was kind of nice. It was kind of nice being like, you know what? Stand up is just one of the things I do. I just do it on nights and weekends. Mm -hmm. And like, if I get stuff, that's really cool. But if not, like, it's not my dream. It's not my all in fucking putting all my energy into a dream. So it didn't affect me much. Like if things didn't go well or whatever, I'm like, oh, well, this is not even what I want to do. Um, of course, maybe in the beginning, I was like, oh, this could be really cool if this is what I want to do. Um, same thing with um, any job, any job I've yeah. ever had, any day job. Oh, for um, sure. Same. You know, yeah. Like taking taking uh, time to test out like, you know, oh, what if I wrote something? Like, what if I want to be a writer? Eh, I don't really like this. This is I'm going to half ass this project, though, because this was fine. You know, mm-hmm. all the things I've tried. So I, that, that clear contrast of doing that for years, years, um, even with like, you know, being on the basketball team growing up, you know, being in marching band, it's like, I'm not super passionate about it. So now this experience of like, oh no, I'm like, I'm all in on this and I'm trying and I'm trying hard and I want it. And admitting that is fucking terrifying because if things don't go well, it's a whole different ballgame. It's a whole different feeling that I have now. Do you feel I like you were like, shit. right. Do you feel like you were like that with relationships too? Ooh, good question. <laughs> really, <laughs> I couldn't really help myself. <laughs> um, total, some of them. Yeah. yeah. Some of them for sure. Um, I think I, I think for a while I was purposely dating people who couldn't hurt me. I was purposely dating people like, this is nice for now. And I'm like, this is fine. So if it ends, I'm not going to be that broken up about it. Yeah. Like Um, one foot in, one foot out. Totally. And then when I met Cam, I was like, oh no, I actually really want to be with this person. So every, every little, you know, bump in the road felt a lot different. Right. Felt a lot worse. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I actually really resonate with that one now that I've read it. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? We talked about it. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Yeah. Um, the, another one, some negative behaviors included, um, uh, because of self-doubt overachievement, people use this strategy because they become fearful that failure will implicate their self-competence. They become uncertain whether their ability alone can produce success. So they put in the extra effort in order to enhance the prospects of success and limit those of failure. <laughs> what? Holy Christ. I mean, I... I don't resonate with that at all. I don't know what this is. This is absolute garbage. Wow. <laughs> I've never heard of overachievement framed in that way. Never. 
That is a really fascinating one. And I, yeah, it's like putting yourself into overdrive because it's like, hey, if I'm working harder than most people, yeah, I should be able to do it. Yeah. But what if you put in a normal amount of effort? Do you feel like you can still do it with a normal amount of effort? It's like a cushion. Yeah. It's a cushion for your talent because it's like, well, this is my talent. But if I just work really, really, really hard, then it's a kind of like a security blanket. Oh, like gosh. if the talent's not enough, then at least I've been working my ass off type of a thing. Yeah. Oh man. You know, but what's interesting though, cause the other side of this, it's like, especially like in the entertainment industry, you might meet performers or writers or directors or whatever that it's like, they're like, I know that I'm not one. I know people who are a lot more talented than me, but my work ethic is 10 times better. So I'm the one getting the shit. Right. So it is that other thing where it's like, you know, some like, there's, there's a lot of people that are not going to be getting recognition in their field because maybe they have the talent, but they don't have the follow through or they're flaky or they're something is going on right. where somebody else like, oh, they might not have that exact talent, but they're the one showing up every day and committing. And so that's an, also an interesting thing where like sometimes the overachievement is what makes <laughs> True. What makes you get shit? Yeah. I mean, I I appreciate this perspective because I do think it is interesting and I haven't heard it framed like that. But I yeah. will also say that, uh, at least in my field of work with, uh, I, I, it's, you kind of dictate your own six. Uh, th- there are a lot of factors that can be in play that decide if somebody's going to be more successful or not that are out of your control. However, I think in this time of social media, you can create your own content and create your own following. And if you decide to sit back and wait for somebody to recognize you, not a super advantageous route. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You have to create your own opportunities. Right. So God knows I'm, if you follow me on social media, you know, I'm a big fan of like working hard and, and putting content out there and doing what is within your control. That was a big thing. Last year for me, when stand-up was on hold, I was like, well, I'm going to do a bunch of comedy sketches and start Trumpet Tuesday with my dad and do makeup shit because it was like, I don't want to sit around and wait for shit to happen right? when I don't know when that will be. So I'm just going to make my own stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I will say, I know we've talked about it a little bit on the show, but that is partly how my now agent found me. Because he found me on social media and mm. I had put a bunch of my stand-up clips on there. I had started to, you know, do the sketches and stuff. So that's what I'm yeah. saying is like you can work hard into then helping create the opportunities that are not necessarily in your control. Absolutely. You have to just do the thing that you love because mm-hmm. it's it's like you can submit to all the all the agencies or all the jobs or all the this and that that you want, but how about you just do the thing that you enjoy and let them come to you because they're going to be attracted to that. Yes. You know? So, yeah, totally agree. That's how I've always felt too. It's like I'm just going to make my own dream job. Yeah. <laughs> And look at you go. You're doing it. Hey, we did it. We're we're doing it. Um, 
Another thing to look out for, imposter phenomenon. Those who suffer from the imposter phenomenon go through their day with the sense that their successful outcomes are not an accurate reflection of their underlying ability. Uh, we've talked so much about imposter syndrome on this show. Yep. How many freaking episodes we've done about it in different ways? Probably a few. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's really challenging. You know, for this, there's an exercise that I like to do and I share with my clients as well is... Anytime you're feeling the self-doubt creeping in, the imposter syndrome creeping in, write out your list of accomplishments, the, the credits that you have, the things that you've done, the nice thing people have said about your work or you, and keep that shit somewhere accessible, whether it's on your phone, at your desk or whatever, and look at it, but look at it as if you are looking at somebody else's list of accomplishments, if that's helpful. Sometimes it's oh. nice to just like, oh, this is what I've been doing, but sometimes that doesn't work for people. Sometimes you oh. literally have to say, I'm looking at somebody else's like, resume, if you will. It's like a resume reversal where it's like, Hey, if this, like, if I'm, you know, as a business coach, right. If I'm looking at my own stuff and I'm like, okay, what if I was looking at a chef, a chef's resume? And I was like, Oh, wow. Okay. So, Oh, look, they, they started this restaurant and they, this happened. Right. Okay. They're, and I look at it as if it's a different industry completely. I'm like, Oh, I trust with, I trust this person. I trust that this person knows some shit. (laughs) And sometimes you have to do that for yourself too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, That's such a good one. Such a good one. Tangible. I feel like it helps pretty pretty immediately. Yeah, that's Um, a quick one. Yes. And then indecisiveness is another thing when you constantly struggle to make even small decisions or fear of making the wrong decision and whatever consequences may result. Oof. (sighs) Being stuck in indecision really feels like one of the worst feelings as a, yeah. as a, I guess, creative, especially. Yeah. How do you feel about indecision, Kels? Indecision um, used to cripple me. It used to like really, really fuck me up when I had to make a big decision about something one way or another. And I just always felt like I couldn't quite get it right. Like I would pick one thing and then be like, maybe I should have done the other thing. That happens a lot on social media or just in career stuff. There have been some times uh, in the last few months that I've been presented with a career opportunity. But like I got offered to host an award show. It would have been a pretty big thing for my career, but it was at the same time as one of my best friend's weddings. And it was just like, I'm doing the wedding. Like I'm I'm not going to miss this. And those sort of decisions are really hard for me to make and shut me down pretty quickly, but I'm getting better Mm. at them. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Truly challenging stuff with indecision. That's when I asked myself a lot of questions. Like if you couldn't tell anybody about this, would you still do it? Um, are you doing this, you know, because you really want to, or you think you should right? like all that kind of stuff. That's, that can help me make better decisions. If I didn't have to do it and still be successful, would I do it still all that shit? Absolutely. Um, okay. So this is also, this is from good therapy. Uh, these are just some things that self-doubt is associated with. So anxiety, depression, motive, I'm sorry, anxiety, depression, procrastination, or lack of motivation, emotional instability, low self-esteem, low self-confidence, difficulty making decisions, imposter syndrome, feeling as if one has little control over one's life. So 
Self-doubt to me, it's like when you're feeling pretty small, right? And you're kind of letting life happen to you rather than if you can picture yourself just standing as tall as possible and really feeling like an adult and being like, nope, this is my life. This is what I have control over. This is how I feel about myself. And then letting that inform things as opposed to kind of letting other people tell you who you are. Oh my God. Absolutely. It's like, you really have to get in touch with internally what you truly want. Mm -hmm. Um, because if you let other people dictate your decisions, you're always going to be stuck in indecision or not knowing what you want to do or what the right move is. When you get really tapped into your own shit, even if it's scary to do what you really want to do, um, it often pays off. I like even just you know, the recent decision that, um, I made about leaving social media almost a year ago, I struggled with that decision for years. Like that was a year, like that was years in the, in the making and process of, of actually taking intentional steps to do it, to make sure I could do it, to make sure nothing would collapse. And I still was incredibly nervous about it. And I, all the things floating my head, like this is going to make me irrelevant. People are not going to trust my business guidance. They're not going to, you know, any, all of that floating around my head and then actually doing it and feeling like, okay, I'm really scared that I did this, but I just want, I know that I want to, I don't know why yet. I don't know how it's going to work or unfold yet, but doing it. And then meeting with people who are like, I'm here because you love social media because I also want that. And because I've felt that way and I want to know how you're doing it. So sometimes that thing that you're like, is nudging at you and you're like, I can't, because I don't know how that's going to work or what's going to happen. That becomes the thing that actually attracts the thing that you want. And how cool is it that you got immediate, um, reassurance that that was the right thing to do by having other people come forward and go, Hey, now you're leading other people. Yeah. Which is crazy and also scary. Cause I'm like, right. I'm still figuring it out too, but I right. have gotten this far, you know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, just trusting yourself that even though you don't maybe understand why you're feeling that way, but you are. Yep. And just moving forward towards it anyway. Yes. You know? Yeah. Taking those first steps. Mm-hmm. Um, so some signs of self-doubt, this is from Nick Wignall, cl- clinical psychologist, writer, and teacher, uh, difficulty taking compliments, reassurance seeking, low Oof. self-esteem, difficulty giving yourself credit, feeling like you're never good enough. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, the reassurance seeking that man, and I don't know if that's particularly a stand-up thing where mm, we, I don't know, you you do receive, it's easy to receive a lot of criticism when you put yourself out there as a stand-up, right? Like the internet is a disaster. People right. can say shitty things to you for free all the time, right. whatever. <laughs> no membership required. Just <laughs> shout shit out to your, to your sweet face every day. Yeah. It's terrible. Um, but... I used to, when somebody would give me a stand-up compliment, it used to feel like crack to me. It would really mm. hit me in a way that kind of made me go, why Why is this so impactful? 
I think mm. hearing a compliment about your stand-up should feel wonderful and should make you feel good. But I could tell that the way it was resonating with me was because I didn't believe it for myself. Like, I uh. wasn't telling myself that. So to get it externally felt really powerful because I wasn't giving it to myself internally. And now when I get stand-up compliments, it feels so good. But it's also – it feels more in alignment with, like, great because that's how I see myself now. And so I'm so yeah. glad that the way I see myself, other people are also seeing that as opposed to I would almost get surprised because I was struggling with so much self-doubt. I would get surprised right. when somebody would say something really nice. I'd be like, wow, thank you. Like relieved. Like I'd be relieved right. that people – would see me the way I wanted to be seen, but I wasn't totally sure if I was worth being seen that way. And now right. it's, oh, it's that's a little different. Yeah. That's really interesting. Cause it's like, yeah, that when it used to feel like crack, what did, if you saw something negative feel like? Oh, also incredible. A lot of high highs, a lot of low lows because I didn't yes. have and that now it's, solid it's- foundation. Right. So how interesting is it that like not only feeling confident in yourself and your own ability, it neutralizes the negative stuff a little bit, but it also neutralizes the positive stuff a little bit, I'd imagine. Yeah. It's still, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a fucking sucker for a compliment. Like I, it <laughs> right. still feels really, really good. And it means a lot to me. Like right. it really, I, you, you guys can see it when you come up to me in the merch line, if you're a helpster. And if you tell me how much this show has meant to you, if you give me a sweet compliment about my stand-up, yeah. like I it's probably almost embarrassing because I'm just like, thank you so much. <laughs> like I get really it yeah, it's sweet. The world to me. I right. feel it so <laughs> deeply. But right. it used to be like to me, the way I would react to it in my head, I would think, man, I am reacting to this as if I'm starving for approval. Right. And like, I should be giving myself more of this on a day-to-day basis rather than hoping that I get it from people after a show because that's the only way I'm going to feel it. Like, it shouldn't be like that. Yeah, that's really interesting. That's really interesting. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Episode. I didn't know going into this that we were going to have so much to talk about with it, but it's no. it is oh my bubbling God. stuff up. So much. So I have a question for you. Sure. <laughs> Might be, yeah. What are you, what do you have the biggest, if you have self-doubt, what's mm-hmm. 
the biggest thing you have right now when it comes to self-doubt or what is the biggest fear around the self-doubt? Like if it were to be true. Oh, interesting. I think now that I'm on tour as a headliner, you start to see yourself more as a business Mm -hmm. where and now having agents, you see the business end of comedy where it's a lot about ticket sales. And I become very acutely aware now that people are spending a certain amount of money to see me and they're choosing to see me as opposed to maybe spending their money on something else that night. Mm. And a lot of the time comedy fans don't just go out and see your show. They've also seen other shows that year, right? Of, of other comics. And so for me, some new self-doubt that's happening is, am I giving these people a show that is worth their money and that is within the same market as other people, right? Because comics don't really get to go out and watch other comedians headlining sets that often because we're all working at the same time. Right. uh, And in different markets. So just really wanting, and I was talking about this with Taylor recently. I know that she's been experiencing that feeling too, where we want to make sure that it's not lackluster, that nobody's leaving going, oh, I don't feel like I got my money's worth. You want to go out there and make sure that you're delivering. You're delivering in every way. You're selling enough tickets. You're giving a great enough performance and that you've got fresh material, all of that. Like that's where some of that doubt comes in. It's like, am I doing enough at this stage in my career? Yeah. 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 That makes it makes sense. It's a whole new level. I yeah. think with every new level of your career, you have to like meet yourself there. And sometimes it takes a while to catch up. Yeah. <laughs> to your, yeah. To yourself. It's um, so different now. External, yeah. external results sometimes happen before you feel like you're okay. I'm comfortable here. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. How um, about you? I think my biggest fear And it's like, I have years of evidence that says otherwise, but my biggest fear is having to go back to a nine to five that I fucking hate. Oh, really? That is my biggest, biggest fear. Oh, bitch. Stop worrying about that. (laughs) Let me be your external person that tells you that. No no more of that. No more of that worry. I know. I can't believe you're so worried about that. That's shocking to me. But you know what's so interesting though? Like you've been doing stand-up for what? 10 years, right? Over 10 years. Holy shit. Oh my God. This month is my uh, 12 year anniversary. (gasps) Oh. Time is flying. Oh my God. You've been doing stand up for 12 years. Yeah. I have been an on, I've been doing the thing that I want to do, which is being business owner, then leading into consulting and now coaching only since tw- 2017 or 18. I honestly can't remember three, okay. four years. Yeah. So I feel like even though I had done other stuff before that, I, well, you and Taylor were like, this is my thing and I'm doing it and I want it and it's happening. I was still like, I don't know what my fucking thing is, but I'm figuring it out. (laughs) Right, right. And so I feel like I'm almost, even though I have experience with other things that led me here, it's like this, this, a lot of this feels new to me in a way. Yeah. Even though I'm using my experience from other stuff and a lot of it's not new, but it's a new format. It's a new thing. And so if you think of like, oh, what did it feel like for you that your first three to four years of stand up 
Oh, sure. right. Okay. It's fucked up. Yep. <laughs> it's a little fucked up, even though, again, there's results and evidence to say otherwise, but it's still like, uh, it feels like uncharted territory. So I don't yeah. think I'll be feeling this at 12 years in, Right. but it's scary when you do something new, even though it's like, you know, yeah. it is, is, things have been working, but yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I still stand by what I said of stop worrying about that. Well, thank but you. I appreciate I, it. I do understand what you're saying. I, I get yeah. where that's coming from. Sure. Yeah. Um, so tips for taming self-doubt, embrace your self-doubt, acknowledge it and be willing to have it and then refocus your energy and intention on getting on with life. Such a good one. Just accept that, hey, self-doubt is going to be there. I'm just like, oh, I know yeah. you, you fucking dick. You always yeah. pop up around this time. And I'm yeah. just like used to seeing you and doing it anyway. Um, totally. Be skeptical of your thoughts. Get in the habit of questioning your own thoughts, especially the really unhelpful ones like chronic self-doubt, and you'll rob them of much of their power over you. Mm -hmm. So true. Something that always helps me is knowing that just your brain is wired to keep you safe when it comes to trying new things as a survival mechanism. So yeah. self-doubt is just, it's, it's you trying to survive. So yeah. once you know that, you can work with it a little bit better, I think. Yeah. Restructure your thoughts, a powerful technique from cognitive behavioral therapy called cognitive restructuring that helps you retrain your mind to produce more realistic and helpful thoughts instead of overly negative and unhelpful ones. When cognitive restructuring like this becomes a habit, you can slowly train your brain's automatic negative self-talk to be more realistic and helpful and less critical and negative. Kels, do you have any like personal examples of how you've done that with like something negative you used to say and now you flipped it around? Um, yeah, I, uh, I've mentioned this before and this is kind of a backward way of doing it, but it did really, uh, help me with self-doubt. Uh, when I would start to worry about something or be afraid I was going to fuck up. My therapist was like, why don't you see what happens when you go down that road hard? Oh, right. You know what I mean? Yes. Really lean into beating yourself up and see what happens. And sure enough, when I tried doing that, I came to my own defense. Because then it, if you exaggerate it, if you really, really go down the road of like, ah, you know, I'm a piece of shit. I really just can't accomplish anything, blah, blah, blah. Then you come to your own aid and go, no, that is yeah. so silly. That is not true. And so you kind of are your own um, advocate, right? And that might not work for everybody, but it does help me sometimes if I try to uh, almost exaggerate the negative and that flip something in my brain to go, no, right. see, that's, those are silly thoughts and you're actually doing great. So I Let's love not that. Worry about that. Yeah. Like it becomes so absurd to you because you just like yeah. really pile it on. I love that. Um, it's so funny because they're like, yeah, flip it into something positive. And I guess for me, this is positive. But whenever I feel that that voice creeping in, I'm just like, eat shit. Fuck off. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Like, like and I guess that's a positive thing because I'm like, you're you're ridiculous. I've been here before. I, I I get it. You're you're you like to creep in and that's fine, but just like leave me alone for right now. Or um if I start saying like you can't do this, it's not gonna work for you, that kind of stuff. I just say like 
I've been here before. I know how to navigate this. So just trying to neutralize that. But like, I love it. Go really hard on yourself. Yeah. Or picture the worst case um, scenario. Like sometimes we say, oh, don't catastrophize. Sometimes. I love doing it. You can go, just go the worst case scenario in your brain and play it out. And you'll realize that most of the time you'll still walk away all right. Even if the worst case scenario that you're worried about happens, it's like, okay, if that happens, that would suck, but we would deal with it. I do that quite a bit. And it really, it really does help me. I'm not, 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 not even kidding. Like I will set my alarm for like five or 10 minutes on my phone and I will allow myself, you know what, if your worst case scenario is that you need to like look for a nine to five job, go do that for a few minutes. And I'll start looking at stuff like, oh, okay, oh. podcast producer jobs. Oh, business coaching jobs with this this industry or this oh. this company. And I'm like, okay, yeah, there's a lot of stuff on this list that I would not want to do in my day-to-day. But if it all goes to hell, <laughs> you know, right, right. I feel like I have some kind of a game plan and it does make me feel instantly better. Right. Um, so I totally agree. And cultivate your sense of purpose, you know, make some time to consider what really matters to you. What do you really want? What do you believe in? What's on your bucket list? Oh, love a good bucket list. Yes. Um, yes. I just have like a little date night list with cam. And like, anytime I'm feeling like a little blah, I'm like, Oh, what kind of fun thing could we do? And just like bring it back to like, why we're working so hard and why we're doing this is like to enjoy our fucking life, to enjoy our time here, to do things that light us up. Yeah. You know, you know what I did for the first time yesterday? I thought, what if my bank account had twice the amount of money it has right now? What would be different about my life? Yeah. Like how, what would I be, like, what am I working toward? Yeah. Because right now I'm I'm working, working, working. This tour is so busy, um, yeah. which is exciting financially. You know, that's work coming in. But I took a step back yesterday and was like, why? Just on a financial end, why am I doing this work? What do I right. want to put this money toward? What would How different would my life look if there was twice as much in my bank account? Um, like, why, why am I working? And yes. it's, I think good to take a step back and sometimes go, Oh yeah, because if I had this, that would potentially create a more comfortable way of living. Um, I could help with this, or I could do this with this person. Whatever it is, like, just mm-hmm. think like that. Oh yes, you know, I feel like um, I think Rachel Rogers, she says something like, "Yeah, like broke ass decisions versus like boss ass decisions," right? Uh-huh. And how would how would you be treating yourself for your day to day if you had already kind of made it like if if like you said like if that money was in the bank account what would you be doing differently would you be stressing out about this thing running around like crazy or would you like allow yourself to enjoy a cup of tea in the morning and take a breather like yeah if it was working already because you have to live it a lot of time you have to live it first and then it happens yes you know? yes and it was oh. good cuz it made me I think sometimes we're walking around with artificial ideas of what success is or what we think we would want to do if we had more money. Yeah. But sometimes that's just what society tells you you should want. And it was helpful for me to go, oh, if I had twice as much money in my bank account, I used to think, oh, I would, I, that would make me want like a nicer place or something. But I actually love my apartment right now. I wouldn't. Yeah. I currently in my life, it's not, that wouldn't necessarily change it for me, but what I might 
want to do is like treat myself more to certain things that make me feel good. You know, like what I was saying, the spa for the soul thing. Right. Things that sometimes I go, mm, I don't know if I want, I would just say, absolutely, go do that. I would yeah. take more trips with friends. I would, uh, even though I love where I live, I would maybe buy some nicer furniture that makes when I'm home feel more comfortable. There's just so many things that I think it's just good to sometimes take stock of what you're actually working toward. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Do it, yep. do it now. Do it now. Live it now. Live mm-hmm. it, and then it's going to keep going. Yep. It's going to be a snowball effect. Yeah. Um, and also a couple, couple other uh, other ones. Um, try therapy. If you find a good therapist to help you work on your self doubt issues, it can be like rocket boosters for your progress. Very true. They really sure. call you out on their your shit, and they ask you to like, okay, well, why do you think that? Like, tell me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Explain it to me, and then you have to say it out loud, and you can kind of realize like how, you know, sometimes it's kind of ridiculous. And, and you don't think that you can do something. Yes. I would say something I've learned from years of therapy is I used to look at therapy as only a place to talk about the hard things going on in my life. Yeah. I think it's important to also take some time, even if it's not every session, try at least every other session to talk about what is good and celebrate your successes with your therapist Because it gives you a more full picture of your life. If you're always only talking about the tough shit in therapy, I think it's easy to feel very hyper aware of what's wrong. And sometimes it's good to just go, hey, uh, this is the hard stuff that's happening right now. But also I had this shit happen last week and it was really cool and it made me feel awesome. It's like good to celebrate victories with your therapist, I think. Absolutely. I love that. And practice self-compassion after a mistake or setback, instead of beating yourself up for it or doubting yourself, you could treat yourself like a good friend and be understanding instead. Yeah. Like you wouldn't speak to most people in your life the way that you speak to yourself, you know, when it comes to negative self-talk. We would have no friends if we talked to (laughs) our friends the way we talk to ourselves. Yikes. So true. Yikes. So true. Be your own BFF. Um, A couple other things that really helped me. um, I always look at past examples of evidence of like, hey, I've been here before. I've felt this before and I worked through it and I will actually take hot tips from my former self. Like what helped me get through that? Oh, what did I do? What actions did I take? So I actually use it as like tangible evidence and then action steps from a former me. Um, I also love being surrounded by my loved ones when I feel like I'm just been in my own little world for too long with all the self-doubt because just being around friends or family, it just, I don't know. There's a bit, there can be a big relief of like, Oh, I have so much really great support around me or whoever makes you feel that way. Um, and, um, another thing that helps is for me is like remembering it's not all about me. Like sometimes I have to say like, you know what, fuck my self doubt because there might be somebody tuning in right now who really needs to hear this episode, you know, or there might be somebody who really needs this business guidance because they're going to be able to make a certain amount of money that makes their life a bunch, a lot better, you know? So it's like, Hey, it's about them, not me or it's about yeah. who this might help, that can be very helpful too with self-doubt when you shift that that perspective. For um, sure. And also knowing that nobody is perfect and nobody knows everything and you don't either. And that's okay. And anybody yep. claiming that they do is full of shit. <laughs> Get out of here. And that's why we all need each other and need to yeah. listen to each other. Yeah. Boy. Well, anything else, Kels? 
I mean, sometimes tips. we enter episodes and before we start recording, we're like, you know, we'll see what comes up. And right. this was one of those ones today where I'm like, boy, we had a lot <laughs> to share and yes, it felt so good to just on a host end. It felt good to talk about this with you. Yeah. Same here. Same here, dude. Yeah. Love you. I love you too. And we and love you he, listeners. It yes. Does, you know, you guys does. are fucking badasses. Kelsey, you're a badass. We love you. You're so a badass. <laughs> My God. What a circle jerk. This is just <laughs> so wonderful. Come everywhere. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Squirt emojis. Um, okay. We have got um, a personal shout out from our amazing helpster, Kristen. So she is saying congrats to my little sister on her first pregnancy. I am so excited to meet my little niece or nephew and you're going to kick ass as a mommy. Oh, what a nice oh, shout out. That's uh, so sweet. Yes. Congrats to Kristen's sister. If you want to give a personal shout out on the podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash selfhelpless and join our Patreon community where you can vote on upcoming episode topics. You can give these sort of personal shout outs. You get lots of treats and rewards. It's, it's a great time. Amazing. Yes. And we also have an iTunes review of the episode. Kels, you want to Yes. List that baby off. We absolutely do. And um, as always, if you want to have your review read on the show, go leave us one. Uh, go leave a review on iTunes and click that fifth star. It helps so, so very much. Um, so let me, okay, here it is. Sorry, I was trying to pull it up. So yeah, it no says, uh, this podcast, these ladies, I found this podcast after searching for symptoms coming off of birth control and stayed for the post-wedding blues, perfectionism, codependency, and so much more. I have now somehow managed to binge all four years of the show in three months. Oh, my God. That is incredibly impressive. Oh, my God. You've been busy. <laughs> You've been busy. Uh, yes, I have it on always. It always gets me in a better mood on those rough days or those lazy days or crazy days. Am I right? I have connected to this podcast on multiple levels with each and every episode. I'm excited to join the Patreon and binge all of those episodes now. Oh, my heart. Oh, that's um, awesome. I look forward to many more episodes that will bring me healing, comfort, laughs, encouragement, and self-improvement. Love you, ladies. Keep doing what you're doing. My God. Oh, what? my God. Talking about eliminating self-doubt for a moment, that's the kind of stuff um, that really does it for me. Like that that kind of yeah. feedback that like this podcast is making a difference to somebody somewhere is the best gift that you can have when it comes to self-doubt. No kidding. That is from S Rose 331. So thank you so much. S. Wow. Rose. That is... Thank you. Very, very kind. Um, and that's another reminder that on Patreon, you get to binge all of our bonus episodes where yeah. we responded to listener emails. And uh, it's basically a whole other show over there with tons of bonus episodes. Oh, it so. is a different it's a oh, different it's a show. Different. Oh my gosh. And we would like reveal lots of personal oh, there's stuff. So many things. 65 there's... episodes worth. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. Um, but yeah. Uh, we, we love you guys. Thank you so much for continuing to listen to the show. Again, I will see yeah. you guys at Dr. Grins in Grand Rapids this weekend. Uh, Naples, Sacramento coming up. Go to KelseyCook.com. Get those tour tickets. Amazing. And you can go to, to DelaneyFisher.com for the Aficionado podcast, information about business simplicity coaching. And I'm launching something in 2022 that I'm really excited about and more info to come. Ooh, little yes. teasers. Love it. <laughs> okay, guys, we hope you have an awesome day and uh, 
Yeah. Kick ass. Kick ass. Go is- do it. Go do, do it anyway, shit. baby. <laughs> All right. Bye, All right. guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Self Helpless Podcast. You can find our Patreon community, merch, and our individual work at selfhelplesspodcast.com. We'd be thrilled if you shared this episode with a friend or feel free to post it on Instagram and tag at selfhelplesspodcast so we can repost you and say thank you. Yeah.